Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abegunde. May 22nd, 2022 is another Sunday. And to the glory of God, our topic is freed to love. That is taken from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 to 15. And quickly to our golden text, it reads, For the whole law is summed up in one commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is taken from Galatians chapter 5 verse 14. The lesson, I'll be bringing it up in this way. And I am trusting the Lord. That the Lord will make an understanding of this clearer to us. Even from here until, until Sunday. And I pray that the essence of this lesson, the Lord will make it actualize in each lives. And we will not be found wanting in the name of Jesus Yes, when we say life is free, in free to to do things, does it really mean that the life is completely free to just do anything? When we say life is free, does it mean that in that freedom there is no really a particular direction to things? You know, I first asked by saying, does it mean that the life is completely free to do anything? And this is one thing I know had been a concern to most of us, especially Christians, who possibly still struggling in one way or the other around things to do and what not to do. But we bless the name of the Lord because we have answers to this in the Word of God. And today we want to see specifically what the Lord meant for us when He says we are free in Him. And what is it that the Lord is still trying in any in, in his word as it may be for us at uh, in our journey in heart that God is still trying to give caution to us even in the place of our being free in Christ. We'll be seeing this today as our lesson is coming, trying to make us see the importance of the freedom we have as believers in Christ and a need for us to preserve it. So let us pray as we take the lesson which comes in three parts. Father, we glorify your holy name. We are grateful because your love has been keeping us. Your grace and mercy we enjoy. We ask again this day that your word will come to us. You will guide us again on this path. You will guide us till we are able to come to you. The life you want us to live, we will live. And we will be free indeed as Christ alone is setting free. We pray, Jesus, that you will continue to help us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The first part of our lesson is freedom in Christ explained. And that is taken from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 to 6. We find ourselves living in a world where... Yes, we have been able to talk about this in previous lesson that freedom, yes, some nations of the world were able to have it. And then it's a question of, have they really been free? If we're talking about physical freedom and we're bringing it to the context of a nation. But what uh, mostly was the answers which were gotten is the fact that even up to today, some nations of the world who had been able to be independent are still not totally independent because one thing or the other has been yoking them or had still been a challenge or problem unto them. 
But this word of God has been able to establish to us clearly that our freedom, physically or spiritually, as we may desire, and most especially to as many who have been able to come to the saving grace of Christ Jesus, can be so whole, so and so so so. Um, let me say it's it's a sure assurance that freedom is certain and can be guaranteed. So this morning, when we talk about freedom. In Christ, what do we mean? The lesson here from the book of Galatians, which I want us to read, Galatians 5, 1 to 6, is clearly explaining something to us about the church in Galatians and and, and what we the Galatians church and what we discover is the fact that from this lesson, these people are gradually turning back and they are turning back to their weak and miserable life. And just as we find some people also in Christendom, some believers, whom at one time or the other had been able to have Jesus as their Lord and Savior in confession. But what do we see? We still see some people doing what they are not supposed to do, living the life we are not we are not supposed to live. Then can we really say those lives have been free indeed in Christ? And this is what Paul is trying to explain here. When we talk of a life that is free in Christ, it's a life that is totally free indeed. Free indeed from some yoke that can never be found in Christ. Some body, some lifestyle, some behavior, some habits, some customs, some traditions. And if we look at it, a life that is no longer being ruled by the law, as it is in the case of the children of Israel, to this point that we see that Paul is speaking. Yes, the law of Moses was brought to the people to live by as to guide them from wrongdoing. And this was established in our last lesson that nothing was was made wrong to the fact that law was introduced at first. But here the word of God is making clear to us that law could not complete a man. Because whether we like it or not, adhering to law, man is still finding themselves difficult to do this. And instead they find themselves yoked even the more. But the freedom Christ has brought to us is a freedom that we only be saved by faith. Faith only in Christ Jesus bring upon us an imputation of the righteousness of God. And then we live life to be free. But what do we see? If we continue to live by law, if we continue to go by our old nature, what are we trying to say? What we are trying to say as a consequence to this lifestyle is the fact that we are saying Christ is of no value. Another thing we are saying is that there will always be a compulsion to keep the law. We will always be finding ourselves all the time struggling to do some things just because we want to fit in. Then another thing that will always be as a consequence is that there will always be an alienation from Christ, whether we like it or not. Christ has given us the way. He has shown us the truth. He has given us the life. Then if we, if we choose not to follow it, then what we are saying is there is another better option than the option of Christ that has been created, that is the saving grace that we all have. So a life that is not treading that path will definitely be alienated from Christ. And another thing is such life will be falling from grace. When we say grace makes it all happen to us, that we are saved by faith, we are justified. Then if we are saying that we still want to be ruled by the way we do our things, by things we do or how we perceive things should be done, then outside Christ, then we are not fitting him to the grace of God. And here... 
what we must understand here as Christian to learn is the fact that this lesson is coming to you and I today so that we can check our life and in understanding of what freedom of Christ has come to do for us. It has come to set us free. It has come to carry it all for us. That even when we cannot fit in, Christ is helping us by his power on us and his spirit to be able to do all that the Lord expects of us for a right living, a godly one and a righteous one. But what do we still see today? Are we not also, even when we have given our life to Christ, burdened by the yoke of culture, of habits, of pleasure, of nature, also socialization. And we're not finding ourselves even yoke also by the trend of fashion, the trend of music, the trend of a lot of things that are out there that can easily switch us away from Christ, the right way, the right path to live in. Don't let us forget that if a man is and is uh, born again. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all has become new. Hope we are not yoked again. Hope we are not still living our life by the dictate of the world. Hope it is as the Lord expects of us to live. This is the word of God. Let us understand that when we live in accordance to the way of the Lord and his provision, then we will no longer be slaves, but we shall always remain free and freedom in Christ will remain ours. But let us mind this, that the fact that Christ is calling us to a life of freedom is never a license for us to continue in sin. Old nature must be out of us. That is what we're talking about. It is not a freedom that gives us an opportunity or a liberty to do anything, but a freedom that Christ is bringing unto us, a life of faith, a life dwelling in righteousness. I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. To the second part of our lessons, which says, shun evil influence. That is taken from Galatians chapter 5, 7 to 12. I love that we read, how should we shun evil influence and why is this coming? Paul discovered that there had been an entanglement of the of the church, uh, uh, of the church uh, which is speaking to the Galatians. He discovered that they have been entangled by some false teaching, and this false teaching had eaten them so deep that some of them had been influenced. But the word of God is coming that, as in from verse seven, you were running a good race. Who caught you and on you and keep you from obeying the truth? Hope this is not also what some of us is living life to experience. We started well. We knew the truth. We know the way of the Lord. We were working. Hope it's not that something had cut us up in between or on the way and had made us to be deviating from staying on the truth of obeying the Lord. The Lord is coming today to encourage our heart as believer for us to know that we must remain with him. We must shun evil influence. If we are in Christ Jesus, then our life needs to be guided. Our freedom in, in Christ is not freedom unto just anything. The word of God makes it clear to us also that there are a lot of things that is pleasurable. There are a lot of things that we so desire to enjoy. But not all pleasure we can run after. Not all things we can engage or become even a desire unto ourselves. And this is what has become a problem to this church but, but of, of Galatia. But God is bringing his message also to us. We, this Christian of this time, to understand that if we find ourselves 
entangled by an association we are not supposed to have. We will be influenced negatively from the path of truth and righteousness. If we continue also to listen to some messages that is not rooted in the word of God or that is not premised on the freedom that Christ has offered to the world, then we will continually be yoked and be switched off from the path of righteousness. And if I may begin to explain, our lesson today is bringing unto us a consciousness of what we believers must be able to check even in our life when we say we are actually free. Have we been able to shun some evil influences and practices? Such in this category could be practices of smoking, it could be fornication, it could be bribery, corruption, it could even be stealing, a lot that we cannot even mention. Are we still ruled by the whole nature? If all of this is happening, then we need to shun those evil life. We need to shun those influence. We need to shun some teachings that is promoting that. But we must continue to employ the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And how can we do this? We need a renewing of our mind. We need the word of God to make us know it, to make us stay in knowing the truth and dwelling in Christ. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The last part of our lesson says, Call to serve in love. Read Galatians 5, 13 to 15. And the last part of the admonition on preserving our faith in Christ. Paul was able to make clear that the freedom which Christ has called us unto, it is never a life that is giving us an excuse to be controlled by human nature. No, it is not a liberty to just behave anyhow, but rather a life that God is expecting us to live in a reasoning of serving others, a life that is ready to show love to another person, a life that is continuing freedom expressed even in, in love. We are freed now to love. As Christ showed us love, we to love others and in loving others this will put us into a life of caution that will not just be doing things anyhow but will do things even with the mind of the fear of God in us with the mind of loving God and loving human and this is the final of the summation of the law that we will not be ruled by the whole law but we will be guided by this new law that Jesus is opening unto us that will love God and will love human and we've come to the end of our lesson I pray that the Lord will bring this clearly unto us, that the freedom of Christ is a life that is free to love and to serve others. I'm wishing us a glorious service. Bye, everyone. I pray that we live in this freedom that God has given us and we express this to the world. We will bring others from darkness to light and we will stay to love and to serve God in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye.